Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. Today, we're looking at the snow melting, and there's a lot of it on the ground, and we're waiting on another snowstorm to come through, possibly. It's a little bit too smushy to fish, as far as the snow goes, and it's definitely a little too warm to get on the ice, to ice fish, so my hubby is home, and He's doing a lot of stuff with the fish that's already in the freezer. But that just got me thinking, this is a good time to start checking to see what's going on in your deep freezer. What do you have in there exactly? What's gone well? What's not gone so well? And what can you learn for next year if this is the first time you've been freezing your catch? So today, open up your big book of stuff and turn to the section on fish and freezer preservation and maintenance. That's a lot to say. So how about checking on your deep freezer stores? That sounds better. So let's get started. And as we get started, I would like to give a shout out to today's sponsor, Coach Key at Her Divine Alignment. Coach Key is a higher self mentor, and she's there for women who would like to find a way to elevate their lives, and they're not really sure how to start, or they just need some help in making a game plan, contact Coach Key because she has the answers that you're looking for. Together you can work toward the goal. You know, life is a journey, and we say that so many times, but it's not really a journey you can pick tickets up for from somebody else. You have to be the one to actually create your ticket, create your destination, and then take the steps it needs in order to get there. And without a game plan, that just leads to confusion, and it sometimes means you never get anywhere. So if you have time and you're a woman looking to empower yourself and enhance your life, I highly recommend today's sponsor, Her Divine Alignment. So let's get back to the episode. Remember, look for herdivinealignment.com and book your appointment today. One of the things that really bothers me when I'm going through the deep freezer to figure out what I want to thaw for a meal is that after the first couple of months, when winter hits, and you're beginning to go through the deep freezer because you don't want to venture out into the bad weather, you start to notice that the well-packed, well-organized deep freezer be can become a jungle. This is especially true if it's the first time you've used one on a regular basis. Packages that were very clear and easy to see through in your reusable silicone bags or your plastic Ziploc bags or even your wrapped freezer paper bundles can begin to fall prey to memory loss. 
you know what this is. You're, you're certain you know what that bag is. But now all the meat inside or the vegetables inside are completely covered in frost and snow. I don't know if you heard that. Some snow just fell off the top of my house and made a big clatter. But yeah, really can't remember what it is. And sometimes you don't remember what the order of the items are because you've been digging through there for your favorite kind of thing first and then you forget what went in first and what went in last. And one of the most thing, important things about preserving food and making a larder or a pantry or a food store is to remember first in, first out. You'll see this in prepper forums, you'll see this in canning forums, gardening forums, and it really does matter because you want to rotate your food, not just because it's a good practice, but because it also ensures that you'll have a fresher taste. If you let something that went in first stay there forever of the two years, it may not taste as well as if you it would have if you just started using it first before the next item. So it's not just about, you know, storage ideals. It actually does have a reflection and an impact on how the food will taste after you prepare it once you bring it out of the deep freezer. It's not something that is critical to, say, survival as far as, you know, going in the exact order. But trying to get close to it is a lot better off for your overall enjoyment. So how do we avoid having these kinds of issues, these moments when, and wow, that wind is really blowing, I can hear it rattling, I don't know if you can, but how do we avoid those moments when we really can't remember what this particular package is, let alone when it was put in there? One of the things you have to do is, every once in a while, take everything out of that deep freezer. And it's true, you do have to clean your deep freezer on a regular basis, at least once a year, if not twice. But sometimes you just have to take everything out and let it thaw a little bit so that you can actually see what it is. Another way you can avoid this problem is to try to maintain some sort of order to how you're doing it as far as stacking the food in there. Some people use cardboard, but I don't recommend that because if things begin to thaw, what winds up happening is the cardboard tears apart. It also can be affected by the ice. So if you're going to put dividers in there, make sure they're met for the freezer. Some, you know, sometimes you can find them in a resale shop, those trays for a freezer or a refrigerator, and then you can just slide them in vertically. But keep in mind, you don't want to damage the interior metal of your freezer because scraping it up actually damages the effectiveness. Once you've begun to figure out what everything is, if you don't know already, it's good to go back over it with some freezer tape and write on it with some good permanent marker or semi-permanent marker what each item may be. If you don't remember what date it went in, you can at least, as far as the month, you can at least put in the year. And this is a good time to really reorganize how everything's stacked as well. 
by doing this you can avoid again taking out something that really shouldn't be taken out first and you can also set up a discipline to go through your freezers in a way that you don't just heavily eat all of say the red meat first and then you have nothing but turkey left we've had that happen or you don't eat up all the domesticated meat and then you have nothing but wild game left or you eat up all the wild game and you don't have anything but domesticated meat for those of us who use it for vegetables too like I do you don't want to use up all your peppers and onions and then have nothing left but frozen tomatoes you want to make sure you're going through there in an even way and personally I like to freeze uh, mushrooms believe it or not most mushrooms are really easy to freeze If you can, keeping a notebook stuck to the side of your deep freezer with a magnet or something with a little pen is really good. That way you can keep a, an actual count of what's in there or a list and it's a way to make sure that if you're out of something, you can pick it up. And I know that it's not like a regular pantry item where things are ready to go, but it's good to have some of those things in the deep freezer. I have a whole section that's nothing but soups because I like to buy soup and I like to make soup from scratch. We even have some soups from Olive Garden in there. Okay, listen, I'm not endorsed by Olive Garden. I just want to say that. Don't be a snob. I like Olive Garden. And you can buy soup from the by the gallon from there. But we really love that soup, so I made sure to bag and label that soup. And that way, if there's any time that we want to have a soup for a lunch or a dinner or soup with dinner, We've got it ready to go, and it's really easy for me to just reach in there and grab it. So having an area with just soups and stocks is always preferable, especially after the holiday. You might bake something and prepare a ham or a turkey. I don't eat ham, but I have been known to cook ham for others. And you can take that broth, you can make something from the bones, and then just put it up and it's ready to go. You can also add it to other meals to give it a flavor that bouillon doesn't just quite match. Another thing to make sure that you remember is whether or not you have been able to inspect if any of the batches have gone badly as far as their freezing process. If you are away from home, it's possible that your deep freezer could have been compromised. So this is the time to check, make sure there's no cracks, no holes, make sure that it's operating properly. Uh, and you can also make sure at this time that nothing has gotten so freezer burned that it's inedible. If it has, sometimes it's good to take it if it's meat and basically cook it down and turn it into animal food. If it's still edible, just tastes freezer burned. And that's good, that supplements your pet's diet if you have that going. If you don't, you may just have to dispose of it. If you have a friend who wants some meat, let them know that this is freezer burned and see if they would like it to make uh, dog food for their animal. If not, then you'll just have to get rid of it. Now, I know that people tell everyone that compost is only supposed to be made of vegetative matter, and that's fine. And that's not how we get down here because I know also that if you bury it deeply enough it will feed the garden it will nurture it 
That's why grass grows very well over things that were in areas where animals were buried. And as the military would say in the United States, what makes the grass grow? Blood, blood, blood. And believe it or not, you can also freeze eggs. During this economy at this time in the United States, there is an egg crisis. And this is an egg-cellent time to talk about freezing eggs. You see what I did there? That was a mom joke. You weren't ready for it. You're probably frozen in shock. Okay, that wasn't that bad, was it? All right, you can freeze eggs. Now, you can either scramble them all up and put them in bags, or you can just crack them in individually and just have it frozen that way. I recommend the larger bags so that you can break them off easily. Uh, the best thing to do is if you have a uh, plastic vacuum sealer, you can actually vacuum off different amounts of egg and then cook them as you will. I'm not saying you could sous vide cook them, obviously, but you can definitely uh, boil eggs inside the packages if they're meant for that and cook eggs that way. Another thing you can also do is once they're thawed, just cook them right away. Obviously you're not going to be making a whole fried egg that way because that's not how it's going to work, but it's definitely good for cooking and I would recommend it and I have done it. If you want them to be individual when they're frozen, best thing to do is to put them in a freezer ice cube tray and crack an egg into each one and you'd have to do that with relatively smaller eggs. It works very well. Just take them out before they're super, super frozen solid and then just drop them into a larger bag and into the deep freezer they go. And even as I finish this episode, my husband's walking through the house, the vacuum sealer is going, he has actually taken uh, some of the large fish bundles that he put in after fishing and thawed them a little bit and started repackaging them just to make them easier to find, just to make the deep freezer a little bit more easy to navigate. He's taken them out of the regular Ziploc bags, uh, thawed them just a little bit, separated the fillets, and is now vacuum sealing them. And then these are being labeled and it's a lot easier on me. You can avoid some of the confusion and the hassle that comes with trying to organize your deep freezer after um, six months if you label everything in advance. If you inspect it at least monthly, you'll be able to make sure that anything that's getting its label smudged or the label is coming off can be relabeled. This really is a lifesaver. It really is a way to make sure that you don't get into a situation where you're basically having mystery meat for dinner. I hope that this episode finds you well, hearty, and whole, and I really hope that this will help some of you who are using your deep freezer for the first time, or the 41st time, to get a little inspired to go and check your deep freezer, clean it out, make sure that everything is labeled or neat so that you can ride the rest of this winter out relatively easily. And if you're a hunter, definitely 
check your freezer paper, make sure that it hasn't been torn, anything on top of it. Um, you know, you just want to make sure everything's ship shape in there because this is not the time to be going hungry. We are only in the middle of winter. We're nowhere near the end. So let's, let's stay on top of everything. I love to share little tips like this with my friends and we're friends, right? So if you have a deep freezer, let's get to it. And if you don't have a deep freezer and you are able to get one, I highly recommend it. If you're not in a position to get one, but you're in a state where you have deep snow and it stays snowy and frozen for most of the year, you can improvise a freezer outdoors by putting a cooler out, packing it with ice and snow, and leaving it in the ice and snow for a long period of time. Most of us who've grown up around ice and snow know this, but it's just a reminder. And if your freezer's in the garage, then you're ahead of the game. I hope this episode was pleasing to you, and just wait till we talk till you see what we talk about next time here in my magical cottage core life. Also, the cookbook is out. It is on Amazon. It's called My Magical Cottage Core Life, uh, and it's about quick cooking. So it's a book of quick recipes. So check it out. See you then.